0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash den. Uh, go there right now. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or, or pretty much any MP3 player. So once again, that's audibletrial.com slash straightoutthedent. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. Uh, go to rapsandhustles.com right now if you're interested in reposting services on your SoundCloud, uh, video services if, if you're in a tri state area. Uh, once again, that's rapsandhustles.com. Most importantly, let them know that straight out the den sent you. So, um, coming off a pretty crazy uh, weekend for me, right? So, uh, just to give you a little bit of, of what What's going on in, in my camp here um, in Atlanta? On Thursday, uh, we had an event um, in the city called No More Weak Sauce uh, with Fly Mind Poets. A very dope show. Um, a lot of uh, talented individuals came out, and uh, we really had a good time, man. Really good time uh, performing. And um, I actually was DJing a set, and like I said, it was just it was good times, good vibes all around. Um, that was also my anniversary um and on friday uh didn't do too much oh actually friday i hung out with a buddy of mine from high school we had good times man um just really you know playing catch up like we always do every like month or so we we try to get up and um, just really uh, you know just fellowship have a good time and saturday uh it was the dungeon family reunion uh, which is really the pinnacle of everything. Like a couple of years prior to that, uh, I had a chance to see Outkast perform live um, for the first time in a long time. It was the first time since I was a kid, actually, um, or, or a teenager at that, um, but had a chance to see Outkast perform. Um, and not only Outcast but the entire Dungeon family at One Music Fest. I also saw Buster Rhymes perform, uh, Anderson Park. Uh, ice cube that was my first time seeing ice cube perform so i saw him perform um and a few others but uh, the show was all about dungeon family right um and, and, and to cap off my weekend i actually saw um went to the falcons game um and met up with my other homeboy who was from cali and we we got a chance to really um reconnect it had been four years since we've all been together our crew had been together and um monday went to the kanye west concert uh saint pablo uh tour and and that was that was cool with my homie ace harris and we had a good time there but i want to get back to the dungeon family reunion because the dungeon family reunion was everything that it could be uh and I just really had a good time there, and, and it has brought back so many memories, so many uh, feelings of nostalgia, and and growing up as a kid, and and really being connected to Dungeon Family and and everything that that embodied. And so for this week's podcast, I felt it was only right uh, to really, you know, bring that full circle, right? And and so uh, a couple of months back, I had the opportunity to sit down with. Um, backbone of, of Dungeon Family, and uh, he gave us so much history, so much history behind Outcast, behind the Dungeon, um, behind records like Five Deuce, Four Tray and Slump, and uh, he gave us so many gems, and, and you know what, I was like, well, I'm coming off of this high of Dungeon Family, why not show you guys this interview, so um, it's not our typical interview where we're going and, and and giving give me you guys advice, but I felt it was it was necessary, especially at the moment coming off of what happened. So, um, like I said, we recorded this about uh, three or four months ago uh, with the Good Hennessy show. You guys have heard me talk about that before um, that I do with my co-host, Jimmy Hennessy. And so uh, we had the opportunity to interview Backbone, um, like I said, a couple of months ago, and it was a great interview. Uh, and so I, I felt, hey, I might as well share this with you guys. So um, check it out enjoy um and soak in some dungeon family history here's the interview with backbone from dungeon family i feel First like i shouldn't generation. even have to introduce this brother right here man man i feel like if you grew up anywhere in the south had any inkling you know i'm gonna use that word right i'm there. talking about what, what? you know had to
1: you, you, what? Hey, now you know what you know i ain't shy to ask what, what? that means
0: it's, it's a feeling A little oh, okay. bit like any Like a small minute That's another one Minute real small Like okay. Glimpse of you know Imagination If you know Who we talking about right now okay. If you've seen anything Then you know The work that this brother Put in man. you know the, You know the legacy um, You know That he's still Building a legacy Right Cause legacy don't You know it don't You, you gotta put your work in right. You know what I'm saying So it's like he, he's, he's done some work But he's doing more work Right You know what I mean Um we can talk about Dungeon family. Yeah. We can talk about organized noise. True. We can talk about Outcasts Good and Mob. True. We can talk about Swats. We can talk about all of that. We can talk about One Sixty Six and the lights. You know, ain't lights still ain't on <laughs> on One Sixty Six? Word. We can talk about Slump. Word. We can talk about they Don't Dance No More. Mm. Talk about all of that. But what we are going to talk about for real, for real, Tip first it. generation. Yeah. Dungeon family in the building. Yeah. Probably the real reason why trap music is here. Right. We're going to go into that conversation, too. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. What's up? The one and only. You say the name. Hey, man. We got backbone to build on the Good Hennessy Show, hey, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. live
1: audience, man. Y'all clapping clap it up on my party. dog, man. Hey. Make some noise in this thing, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Pleasure, gentlemen. Pleasure, pleasure,
0: pleasure. Appreciate that platform to inform. Thank you very much man. for having me, sirs. Man. And that's the way Perfect. we kick it off. Platform to inform. I like that. Man, there's so much stuff that we can talk about. And, you know, me and Hennessy, we were talking before the interview, like, man, what angle we want to, you know, even take this thing, man. Right. Because, like, there's so much stuff that we can get into. Right. Um, and, you know, I don't want to sit here and ask you the questions that everybody been asking you. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to have a real conversation with right. you. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about life as a black man right now. You know what I mean? Um, and, and the journey that you're on and and what you're doing now of course we got to get into some of that history you right. know what I mean that that's that's only fair uh to to the audience you know what I mean but I think we want to make sure we're doing our job as journalists um to bring people more than what they already know mm. you know what I mean so with that being said bro like the mission that you on right now let's let's kick it off with the mission you know what I mean like at, at, what, what are you doing right now in hip-hop and just in life in general
1: Well, present day, I am a a student at Life University up in Marietta pursuing a dietetics degree, Mm. which entails nutrition. Mm. And uh, I have a concentration in psychology as well. So, you know, I'm putting those aspects together and using music as a healing modality because music is definitely one of the most powerful emotions next to love in the universe. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, comf- com- combine health and music and one day I'll be, you know, on a different plateau when it comes to
0: presenting the art form of music and, you know, healing, you know what I mean? Trying Absolutely. to fuse the two, you know? Absolutely. So, um, that word you said, mm-hmm. di- di- dietetics, how you mm-hmm. say it? Dietetics, dietetics so, yes. um I see you drinking cucumber water right now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And we all know, like, in, in especially in the black communities, man, I, I saw an interview that you said something that, that spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Because um, in, our, in our culture, we are taught that, oh, diabetes and all this stuff is genetics. Right. And, I, and you said something, man, where it's like, man, it don't have nothing to do with, that's not genetics. That the menu Is what's been passed down. That's what's being passed
1: down. You ate like your Mm great-grandmother, and your great-grandmother ate like your grandmother. Your mother ate like your grandmother, and you ate like your mother. So that's what's being passed down. Diabetes, and I'm a living witness because I beat it. My grandmother Mm. died of diabetes in 2011. Mm. Within six months, I was diagnosed with I had glucose levels up over 500. Mm. Couldn't walk. I had to be rushed to the hospital Mm -hmm. I was in the hospital for 10 days All they was preaching to me was insulin, insulin, insulin But I laid in that bed every day And I researched ways to heal myself naturally Mm -hmm. I stumbled upon uh, Dr. Opari He's an integrative doctor He uses mainstream and traditional medicine But he's more focused on traditional medicine Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, I'm way too cool to be sticking myself with insulin (laughs) (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? I'm way too cool for that but when I went and spoke to him, he said, if you're not willing to change your diet, I can't help you. That's the main thing. If you want to heal yourself, food is the medicine. Hmm. You have to clean yourself from within, and you'll begin to see change. And I'm proud to announce today that I'm diabetes-free. Man, that's good, man. And yeah. I haven't used insulin since 2012. Man, so. that's,
0: that's oh. that, yeah, that deserves yeah. a hand yeah, come, yeah, on, yeah. come on, man. Come on. Yeah, for real. Sure. Um, Man just talking like that Because like diabetes It's, it's no mystery Like it's eating up the hood it's, right. it's, You know what I mean And right. I mean I even got I got family members That's dealing with it yeah. You know what I mean Like And To know that the most important thing Is your diet right. Like you yes. know We love sugar man Yeah We love it We love it And, and we love it a lot of times I don't even realize that we loving it Because right. the stuff Everything we eat Pretty much got sugar And if you buy a process is the number
1: one drug there, there is. There you go. Like people don't even recognize this. Sugar is definitely a drug. It ranks higher than cocaine mm. and tobacco. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like sugar is in everything, naturally <laughs> and unnatural form. So mm. it's the number one drug. It
0: is. And if you abuse a drug, what happens? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that, man. Um, now, I do want to. Want to get into uh, Because you, you said How you got to this point it, mm-hmm. Something had to happen Right You know it, it had to be Something that directly Affected you To make you want to do Some change in your grandmother And then you being affected By it right. um, When it came to The, the music though mm-hmm. Was it somebody Around you That made you Want to do music Like how did You know What influenced you To start this
1: Well I grew up Musically inclined My father was in the band With the traveling bands With Johnny Taylor Okay and Joe Tex and, uh, you know, people of that nature And then he uh, also toured with Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney hmm. Barry White and others hmm. But um, I've always been involved in music But I found my passion for music Once I graduated high school many moons ago <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? But, um, and this is basically the only job I've ever had People be like, you ain't never worked Yeah, I've worked 30 years almost mm-hmm. in music I get 1099s and have to fill out WG. Yeah, 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 That's the job, right? <laughs> right, right. Okay, so that's what I've been doing. But definitely, my father was the biggest influence. My mother also played woodwind instruments. Okay. My sister sings, so we're like a musical family. But, you know, I was the one that actually took it over the top, you know what I'm saying, with my conglomerate of brothers, you know, and it's now known as the Dungeon Family. So, you know, yeah. that's where we are. But it was definitely rooted in me as a child. Hmm. mm-hmm down your family man yes sir and you have you have a, a son also yes he's 20. Oc- 20. sean williams right and i know the, the word father every time somebody bring up father i have to <clears throat> go into this conversation go for it man Cause that's something that I, I i grew up without and you know i tell people all the time like i'm now 30-something years old trying to teach myself how to be a man, right. hmm. you know, and I, I, I did see in one of your interviews, you said something along the lines of you make your music, it's kind of geared toward the black male, Right. like, man, how important, I know how important it is, but for the viewers, how important is that to you, man? Because music is a platform and music is in a state of sickness itself right now, it needs to be healed. Like, there's no message. Like, if you listen to all the song, not to discredit any artist that's out, mm. but it all vibrates on the same alpha wave. Hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it vibrates on that same tone. The message is the same. Money, women, cars, clothes. You know what I'm saying? The same message. Now, we got to understand, is that message being directed to us and being driven in us from a higher power?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are we being manipulated? You know what I mean? Like, we have to understand that music is an emotion. Hmm. And we have to put the emotion back into music. You Mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Which we came, we were just having fun, actually. But the messages and growing up from rearing parents, like, we had grandparents in the home and like that, like, those things are missing. Like, I'm old enough to be a grandfather. And I entertain certain situations, but I won't entertain them with my son. Mm -hmm. And I know people that will indulge in marijuana use with their children and grandchildren. Mm -hmm. What kind of message is that? Like, yes, I'm not perfect. I can't walk on water. I'll drown in two feet. (laughs) What I'm saying is my son has never seen me drink. Mm -hmm. And I've been drinking since I was 13. I'm 44 years old, Mm -hmm. but he's never seen that. I don't let him see that. You right. know what I'm saying? I've smoked blunts. I don't smoke them anymore. I smoke raw papers, and I hit a vaporizer. <laughs> Let's get to that. But what I'm saying is he's never seen that. Yeah. I don't, I've never given him that image. So that's why it's important for us to remain and be role models because that's what's missing today. And I try to put that in music, and I look for that in artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Someone who can convey a message. Not necessarily wanting to do this for a gimmick to get rich because you were born rich. Mm. You just
0: got to know how to manifest it mm. into your life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, speaking on what you were just saying, like for some people, they may hear what you just said and think like you're shielding some stuff away from your children. Mm-hmm. You know, not showing them, you know, the transparency in the set. you know, not showing them that you drink, not showing them that you smoke. How do you you know, combat that by, you know, putting it in into the context where they understand what, what you mean by the reason why you don't do those things. What warrants value in that, though? What warrants value in
1: destruction? Mm. Why can't I show my son something positive? That's one of the reasons I re-enrolled in college. He was an emerging senior, and he had no idea what he wanted to do after school, after he graduated or got out of high school. Mm. So I was like, instead of talking to this nearly grown man— mm let me walk and be an example. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Let me walk and be an example of what a man should be. My father died when I was 15. You understand what I'm saying? My grandfather died when I was about 22. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't get those life lessons. Everything I learned, I learned on my own, but something my mother told me growing up that stuck with me. If you ever get locked up I'm not coming to see you. Hmm. Hmm. If your mama won't come see you,
0: Hmm.
1: ain't no sense of getting in trouble, bro. That's what kept me away from jail. Now, I had a few traffic violations.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pardon, I'm not perfect. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, you know, we fought through it, and we we legit, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. Um, I know we're going to take a quick break. I I know we, we... Definitely want to get into uh, a little bit more into this conversation, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff that I I want to get into. And I I know people asking, like, man, they want to know some of the history. So we'll get into the history um, in in a little bit. But before we go um, to break, the record that we want to go to, there's a video. One Mm -hmm. of, you know, from Goody Mob, you know, Get Rich to This. Mm -hmm. Kind of tell us about that record before we go into break. You know what I mean? Like, how did that record come about and, and, you know, your importance on on that, your contribution, rather? Well, prior to us uh, being who we are as the Dungeon family, people put the weight
1: on our shoulders is that we created Atlanta, but we actually didn't. We had acts like the Hard Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had acts like Success and Effect. You know what I'm saying? We had artists like D-Rock, Raheem, Shadi. And even Kilo. Even though he's much younger than us. But Kilo was making music as a child. Mm. Just like Crisscross. Cross. Mm. So those are the guys we paid homage to. But once we came, we set a standard. And it made Atlanta... Made the world look at Atlanta, I'm sorry. But music was also changing. You had Master P coming. You had Cash Money coming. Music was changing. So... They were talking about getting money. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I said, how can we stay competitive? I wrote a song, in hindsight, that meant if you're gonna get rich to that, get rich to this. (laughs) See what I'm saying, that's what it stemmed from. And I wrote that (laughs) verse in my great-grandmother's bedroom over off Cascade on Willard Avenue. Behind the churches If anybody know what that is That's yeah. where I grew up at yeah. And I wrote that verse Sitting in her bedroom It'll be your slick B.A. Slick with it Automatically Jones I'm the shit yeah. I'm psyched out Sick with it Like E-40 And the click with it mm-hmm. These suckers MC Better know. know about it yeah. You know what I'm saying Like Cause E-40 Had a big movement mm-hmm. So I'm sick with it Like that Like we were just Speaking coast to coast, like, get rich to that, get rich to this. No hmm. man. So look, with
0: that <laughs> being said right there, I never knew, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna go to get rich to this, man. We're gonna come back uh, with more with Bones, some more history, man, and we're gonna get into what he's got going on right now, man. We'll be right back. Good Hennessy show. For sure. Uh, we have plenty uh more conversation to go but before we get into that i want to tell you guys about lander based in montreal canada lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by mixed genius so uh just for being a listener to today's podcast we're going to give you a free trial all you got to do is go to lander.com that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d you go there you're going to get two free mp3s of your master um we all know that mastering is the key step that's a lot of times forgot um when dealing with indie projects so go to lander.com check it out use our code get the free trial trust me you won't regret it i use it all the time literally i use it every day just to be honest with you but lander is the way to go especially if you're an indie artist and you're working on a minimum budget. It's it's the best thing out there for you. So, once again, go to com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. And now... Yo, man, we back. back. D, D, D. Good Hennessy show. Back, back, back. Man. Back. You know, back in the building, man. We got... got you the homie now, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, You know what I'm saying? You the I'm homie. We interview next, man, because uh, I'm ready to like, you yeah. what? What? Like, what, what, what. You the homie. You the homie. what I'm talking about. But we was off camera, man, and we was just talking about... um. Uh, you was giving us a story behind the record right get rich it is man so um for those that didn't preview you know they they didn't have they went on facebook live or anything they didn't hear it. can you kind of retell that story man like how the song came about um you were saying like this was originally your record or something yeah definitely
1: it was definitely a solo record it was a track uh produced by organized noise that was laying around and um i was like reek what's up with this track and reek gave it to me and i Wrote to it. It sat around long before it came out. Mm-hmm. And then me, CeeLo, and Big Boy decided to do a group at one time. Excuse me. The, um, it was called D Boys, Dungeon Boys. That's why it, me, CeeLo, and Big Boy are the only ones with 16 bar verses
0: mm-hmm.
1: on that song. But uh, Goody Mob was doing World Party. Okay. And L.A. Reed wanted a party record. So he was like, yo, can we get this record? And I said, it's my single, Rick. He was like, yeah, I know what good he needed, good he wanted. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see. If I could get X amount of dollars, a record deal, and get a video shot for this, we can make it happen. The rest is history. We shot a video in L.A. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the history behind Get Rich. Like like I said, I wrote it in my great-grandmother's room. You know what I'm saying? My great-grandmother's room, an ancestor. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I still get booked off that song 15 years later. No, that's more than 15. That's, like, 18 years. Yeah, 18 years. That song's 18 years old, That's crazy.
0: I don't even feel like it's been 18 years, man. 18
1: years. It's a party record, man. We make timeless music, man. Timeless
0: music. Definitely, definitely. Um, So, the history you had, Slump was the the true introduction, right? To, um, I guess, mainstream introduction. Am I wrong with that?
1: Well, I think... um, get rich to this and Slump came around the same time, same time. They, were, they were that's when Outkast did Equimini yeah, yeah, yeah. and Goody Mob did World Party so they were about the same time but I remember uh, Goody Mob was shooting the Black Ice video Mm. And uh Big Boy handed me a cassette tape for all those who don't know what a cassette tape <laughs> is. That's a little piece of plastic yeah, yeah. with some ribbon in the inside. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: You don't confuse them with like having to use the eraser or whatever. Right. Like, okay, we are gonna go there. <laughs> right.
1: So big handed me a tape and said, Yo, backbone, we need you on the new Equimina album. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a name for it at the time, but we're like, We need you on a new project. I was like, Okay, cool, you know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't think nothing about it. And it, it, he gave it to me because of the success of Get Rich to This. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I wrote the song, and if y'all got it, we can play it. You know what I'm saying? In another break slump, but um, I was in the booth. No, I was at home. I was trapping then. Mm-hmm. I ain't perfect. You know what I'm <laughs> so saying? He ain't perfect. I used to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I talked about it on Concrete. Coming to it's like yo, we land that song tonight. I was like, cool. I'm on the way. Like you got a verse, cause we, we in the middle of a session, we got to grow, I said, I right, got it. <laughs> I hadn't wrote a verse like at yeah. all.
0: <laughs>
1: so I went up the street, got me a bottle of Hennessy, some mid-grade marijuana, mm-hmm. and I sat on the porch of the trap. And I just looked out into the street, just looked, just looked. And I begin to write from front to back street. Listen, we on a mission to get right. Working street corners and in the midnight. midnight. Picture the scene. These fiends with five, $10 dreams. Dream scheme for a sack of that. I believe believe that. that. I'm with whatever light like we, we straw. Made. Stuck serving this cocaine oh, raw. Now, yeah. You had never even heard of T.I. or Jesus at this point. Yeah. You, no you, disrespect to no, my brother. No, you right, though. You had never heard of them. You understand? Mm-hmm. I spoke the law. First in this city mm. And if anybody Disagree with me Write a better verse mm. You understand But that ain't The end of the story
0: mm. Keep it going Okay <laughs> So
1: I'm writing a, I wrote the thing I get to the studio Damn Straight so was like Gone there and laid I went there and laid him. Came out They were like Oh it's jamming It's jamming You got a hook I said yeah Yeah <laughs> I ain't have no ain't hook, had no hook. <laughs> Went in the back Went in the, uh, went in the booth Mm-hmm And Dre was like, say the hook. I was like, all right, give me one second. Put the headphones on, and I transcended from earth to the heavens Mm -hmm. and asked God to give me a hook. I said, Lord, whatever you say is what's going to go on this record. Mm -hmm. I'm strictly stressing Dirty Dirty. Going to represent it to the Mm T-top, born and bred up on the street top. Get to the money in the sweet spot and forever hollering. Hoo. But that wasn't in there yet, though. It's the third part uh, to this oh, song. man. <laughs> Don't play with it like that. So I left that part blank, right? Okay, okay. I came out. Dre was like, it's blinking now. I was like, yeah, I ain't know what to say. Y'all already said who the, who the who. He was like, fuck it, man. Say who to who. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that's how who the who got in that oh, song. Man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So... That's the history Behind Slump man It's always a history Behind all these songs They ain't just come about right, right I can't wait to explain Five Dudes Four Bro mm-hmm. Look So <laughs> you know know like <laughs> like You know
0: We was talking about it Like Hennessy, um, With the Five Dudes Four tray, Like how you end the Slump You right, know what I'm saying right. And and we were talking Off camera again Like It's crazy Because in my mind I was blending Everything together right. I didn't realize Like it was a three year gap On the record So you gotta go ahead, man. Like, we don't need to talk, like, look, we're gonna sit back. Go ahead, yeah. five you know, years four the, the
1: way that I set my, my records up, I mean, because um, you know, I started this right out of high school. I was 18 years old when I met Rico Wade. Mm-hmm. The summer, I graduated in June, met Rico Wade in July. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Y'all saw the documentary, I'm sure, but at that uh studio by Jelly Bean Skating Ring, I was riding with Cujo. We actually went up there to fight somebody for breaking in his car, (laughs) divine intervention. I walked in, I saw Sleepy, Rico, and Ray, and Big Rude was in there, but Big Rude was in the uh, uh, vocal booth laying a song called Face Down on the Pavement. And I just started rapping. Kujo was like, I ain't know you rap." I was like, shit, I ain't know you Mm -hmm. rap." (laughs) We up here on some thug shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they brought us together. Me and Cujo met in high school about to bump heads about a young lady by the name of Shadonna. I loved that girl since I was in the eighth grade. Oh, that's that deep cut line right yeah, there. Right you yeah. want to keep writing <laughs> his name on a piece of paper? I don't want to see that. Who is this Joker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go to meet and fight. Mm. Me and Cujo dressed alike in dicky suits. That was it. <laughs> Cuz were like, You all right. I said, You all right, bro. And from that day forth, We've been cool, you know what I'm saying, ever since. And he took me to the dungeon. He's the reason I'm involved in this aspect of mm. music, professionally. Kujo Goody, man, Goody Mob, you know what I'm saying. Kujo Goody, yeah.
0: That man, it's so crazy though. With like, <laughs> with like Kujo, because you, H- me and Hennessy, like we. Dungeon family, I don't get we <laughs> we there, yeah. we there. Which we don't have the tattoos, bro. But I okay. swear to you, like we Dungeon family yeah. Took to the core, right? That's what that W E D F stand for. D F. Hey. that's for the people, baby. Man. Yeah, bro. When I tell you, mm-hmm. as a kid, I didn't understand when Cujo was like, y'all could be my least words. I got to deal with ten ninety nine W two. Right. I got older. I'm like, man, right. that brother Was speaking truth back then. Right. You know yes. what I'm saying? Right. Like, and he had that unorthodox flow. So a lot of stuff you had to. You had to come It took You might have took you A little while to understand You right. know what I'm saying But when you got it It stuck with you In right. soul You know what I mean Yeah I remember the show Rap City right Oh yeah Come on Yeah Basement. we were the yeah, garbage
1: yeah. men In Rap City We were the construction workers We were the groundbreakers In Rap City mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Cause they didn't want To show the south And outcast Force fed that Until we became And made MTV in Rap City, come to Atlanta and figure out who in the hell is organizing this type
0: of noise. Mm. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, like out. You seen that? I want to say and yeah. Out, out, I think
1: outside. I was just in the in the neighborhood or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that interview. That yeah. man. Yeah, that was. uh They showed it in the documentary. Yeah, that was you know uh, a Yo saying? MTV Raps or Yo something. Yo MTV yeah. Rap. Okay, you know yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Rap City was when we uh, well, Of course we did Rap Well I never did Rap City You know what I'm saying And we can get into why I never did that a little later on Because mm-hmm. I got a true testimony But um, yeah man Like yeah that's when they started paying attention And from there we didn't have social media mm-hmm. We would just show up 40, 50 deep in Goody Mob jackets Because the entire conglomerate Was called Goody Mob mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. It wasn't called Dungeon Family Dungeon Family was first written in the ATLian credits by Big Boy. I'd like to thank my Dungeon Family. The first time Dungeon Family was spoken on a record was by the witch doctor. Mm. Black Market, dun, 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 oh, yeah. Dungeon dun family. family. That was the first time Man. those words were ever said. Yeah. And from then on, we've been known as the Dungeon Family. So you gotta credit Big Boy for writing it mm-hmm. on a scroll. And which doctor for communicating it to the universe?
0: Hmm. Man. That's you, crazy. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I, hey. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in my know, world you gonna right get, now. You're going to get oh. history. Look, see, this is the thing. Y'all right? ain't call nobody who don't know what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like this, right? Like, I'm I'm, I'm a fan, number one. <laughs> and, and, and I'm a Dungeon Family head, number two. So I ain't going to sit here and act like. Ain't tripping right now. Yeah, when you're yeah telling I know. These I know I'm yeah. not even. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just real talk. with you. like I'm, I'm in my because this is this this is in our DNA. If you from the South, mm-hmm. man, y'all are the reason why I do what I do right now to this mm-hmm. day. Appreciate and that. I can't I can't even sit here and act like that ain't true. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what it is. Yep. See, it's a
1: it's a it's a scenario because we were just. People, and, and as kids, we just wanted to rap. Like mm-hmm. Dre say all the time, we just wanted to rap. We had no idea we would make a dent because they wasn't looking at the South. You know what I'm saying? But when Dre went up and accepted that award at the South Ward, he was damn near in tears. He was like, the South got something to say, and he meant it. But 8-Ball was already out. Hmm. Ghetto Boys were already out. But what Outcast did will become
0: marketable on both coasts. Universally, You know what I'm saying? So look, man, because I know we, we, we can't keep you all day. I feel like we can talk to you all day. Yeah. I, got,
1: I got my sleeping bag in the truck. You know what man. I'm
0: saying? <laughs> we, we, I, I feel like we, we can keep going. But, you know, I know you're here and you got some new stuff that you're working on, man. Plateau Entertainment that you've actually been rocking with for for a while. Right. Um, but tell us a little bit about that. And, um, of course, we got to get into some of the new music, too. Okay. Well, Plateau Entertainment...
1: Group is a a full-fledged consultation company and artists and repertoire company that, you know, we try to give artists the things that they're missing in the industry now because labels don't care about you. If you got a label, cool, we'll bring you in this machine, we'll chew you up and spit you out. Mm -hmm. But if you want longevity in the career, there are other things you have to know. If it's 40 of y'all on stage jumping around and one guy's rapping, Number 39 need to learn law mm. Number 38 need to learn marketing mm. Number 37 needs to learn promotion. Number 36 need to know how to go to the store And get the blunts and the look. Somebody mm. got to do something mm-hmm. Everybody ain't going to be able to rhyme mm-hmm. bruh. Right. Put the people on around you And that's what um, um, Plato Entertainment does And we, we try to develop artists the way we were. You know what I'm saying? We teach them about publishing. We teach them about media-based, sound scan, sound exchange, ASCAP, BMI, uh, CSAC. We teach them about these things, writer royalty, publishing royalties, TV synchronicity. All of those things are hidden jewels. Mm-hmm. Like when people ask me, uh, can you get on my mixtape? Yeah, for X amount of dollars because you're buying a gem. Mm-hmm. You understand? I'm an unearthed jewel. Now, if you go see Dre, yeah, we want 3000 Okay, well, you're going to have to have a bigger dollar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you want a piece of the legacy that is substantial mm-hmm. and solid, you can call me. You're going to get that same emotion. You understand? You're going to get the same Dungeon Family emotion. It's just that when Outkast came, they was a little more structured. Mm-hmm. We were just rapping, but they came with a manager. They came with songs. That's why their situation was easier to move. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? And they were our little brothers. CeeLo, Dre, and Big Boy are the same age, so they were younger than us. Mm -hmm. Everybody else just about the same age. So we were older. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's hard to tell your twin brother what to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I got you. But you can tell your little brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. that's what it's about, man. But Plateau Entertainment, man, is about the artistry, man. And I put together a conglomerate called Dungeon Family Generation X because it sounds stupid to say Dungeon Family Third Generation, <laughs> Fourth Generation. Yeah, 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 Like, who the hell are these people? Okay, Dungeon Family Generation X is infinite. Mm-hmm. You won't get the same members in each chapter of Dungeon Family Generation X, but the generation is infinite infinite I should say Mm -hmm. like you're gonna always get a revolving door of new talent and we came up with an album called Global Warning it's a free download on Bandcamp right now produced by Bobby Whitfield and a few others but uh shout out to Bobby Whitfield yeah man yeah definitely dope but um so we put together a project and we just gave it to the universe it That's received dope. warm, warm, warm regard. So dope, dope. yeah, I wanna get into it.
0: We can do it. Yeah, man. I, I'm gonna play this uh Beautiful Blue mm-hmm. Um record, man, and then we got we're gonna um let you explain that and then uh, I'm only gonna play a little bit of it, though. I know we, we
1: mm-hmm. uh we got to play the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, Even right. <laughs> even we had to cut that other one off. We got to play that whole thing. Right, we gonna <laughs>
0: We're gonna play we're gonna play Beautiful Blue, man. Y'all check it out. Uh, and we're gonna stay live while we play it too. Okay. So. Let's do that. Cool.
1: Often I close my eyes, then I fly away, living life. That's one of them hoods that make you think you can sing But well, I started to join hey, look, in with you And look, I sung bass on the song yeah. I can't sing a Georgia lick Jack. <laughs> I can't sing a lick But I say, man, I can't pay nobody to sing this bass I'm gonna hey. have to do it hey. I got
0: the barrier to you folk I feel you, man It so- worked <laughs> Bro, the one thing I can say about that record it, It's still, it, it's that soul It got that feeling mm-hmm. It got the feeling yep. mm-hmm. And that's what we need, man <laughs> That's that's what we need yep. that, that, that feeling we gotta, we gotta bring those emotions back
1: we Gotta bring them back and, 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 you know, I know we got another song to play But I'm gonna fast forward a little bit to You know, an artist that I'm working with now By the name of Hobo the Great mm-hmm. Look him up on Instagram right now H-O-B-O underscore I-N-K Okay he will change the face of hip-hop from this sector of the universe in the next few years. You know what I'm saying? I believe in this cat. You understand what I'm saying? Because he's not trying to fit in. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he, he was born out of what we've done. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Generation is. He's also a part of the second chapter of Generation X. And, but he, he, he runs with a crew called King's Tomb. And I know they familiar with them over there at 219 Tattoos over there off um, 10th Street. Shout out to all those people over there, man. Because when I walked in that tattoo parlor, it felt like the dungeon. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody over there was creative. But the only thing was different about those guys... They all had creative minds. We all had creative minds, but they all had creative minds and direction. They knew where they wanted to go because we laid the blueprint. Right. And they paid homage to that. They never would let me forget. I'd be like, oh, man, I'm a dim, lit moon. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. like, nah, brother, you a star. I'm like, hell, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. But now I got the white crown, you understand? Like, your crown don't always be flooded with jewels, but it's still golden. You understand what I'm <laughs> right. saying? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hobo the Great, man. Y'all look him up. H-O-B-O underscore I-N-K. Dope, so, dope,
0: dope, you know, man.
1: it's all good. Generation X, man, that's my that's my baby, man. Dungeon Family Generation X, that's my baby.
0: So, look, man, before we get out of here, man, I know we're going we're gonna to have uh, her play uh, A uh, my own. Well, yeah, well, we'll, go, we'll I'll, I'll tell you what. We can do um, Five Deuce full trade, the visual. Mm-hmm. But I want you to introduce it, man, for the people that don't know. Tell them. They should have heard this record. I don't know why we even talking about it. Y'all <laughs> definitely should know it. But, you know, before you got out of here, first off, let the people know how they can connect with you. Okay. Um, and if they want to do real business, how they can do real business with you. And then throw it to the uh, video as well. Well, I'm in school
1: every other day from 1 to 3 p.m., so don't call me. Yeah, But you can call me any other time after that at four four six nine two two zero nine six. If you call right now, we live, ain't it? So mm-hmm. call me, four 404- four. Six nine two two zero nine six, and if it makes sense, I'll entertain it. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to hit your girl. Mm. Don't be telling me how cute I am, shout. I don't want to hear none of that. If it ain't mm. about that business, don't call me, man. But that's all I'm talking about. You understand? I'm trying to get married. I don't know who she is. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get married. I'm not gonna let y'all fuck that up. <laughs> 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 I feel you, man. So introduce the
0: video to five dudes, four
1: trade. Yeah, five dudes, four trade, man. Like at the time. Like Outkast and Goody Mob, you know, they were out. And, you know, Outkast had gone platinum. Goody Mob was buzzing real good. You know, cell therapy and all of that, right? And, and you're still standing was out. It had gone gold. Um, we still couldn't get in the clubs in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? These guys are all on TV. We can't get in this club free. Mm-hmm. So I would be the guy at the door bucking
0: mm-hmm.
1: to get in the club. So I'm still bucking. But y'all know my stories come in two parts. (laughs) Little did I know, once I started uh, studying Supreme Mathematics, seven, five deuce, four tray, seven. Seven is the number of spiritual completeness. I had no idea when I wrote this song. Mm -hmm. It only manifested itself in the future. I wrote it out of anger, shooting dice, but it had a bigger meaning. The guy who played the stand-up bass, he was in a band with my father, George Greer. He played the stand-up bass. Like all these elements, Carlos Glover engineered the song. Mm-hmm. He was an engineer for um, Curtis Mayfield. He knew my father. Like they were buddies in their earlier ages. You know what I'm saying? Like I had no idea these things were happening. I found all this out years later. And Five Dudes came out, man, and. It ain't going nowhere, bro. Like, no, that's it ain't going nowhere. Like, it's, it's here to stay. So, this yeah. was for Atlanta, man. I did this for Atlanta. So, here we go. Five Five, two,
0: four, three. Eight,
1: eight.
0: Hey, um, so that was the end of, of the interview there, uh, definitely a dope conversation with backbone and hopefully you guys learned a lot about not only atlanta history but dungeon family history and uh, he dropped a few gems in there about about music business in general and and things of that nature so uh not our typical podcast but like i said coming off the uh high of one music fest and a dungeon family reunion I, I felt it was only right to give you guys that um introduce you to you know new listeners who may may have not heard of the good hennessy show um you'll get a chance to hear this conversation here so uh thanks for listening um as always um you guys please subscribe on itunes rate and review the podcast it'll be greatly appreciated um tell a friend to tell a friend keep spreading the word Uh, we're getting the emails we're getting all the praise and things of that nature on twitter so uh Definitely appreciate that. And I want you guys to keep giving us that feedback It's very helpful for us to move forward. And it's a motivation to, to let us know that we're going in the right direction. Um, as always, if you guys have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream and working to that dream becomes a reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Good is straight out the den. That was Backbone and Jimmy Hennessy. We're out. See you guys next week. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Indie Creative Network.